walked the halls of PCA together, learned the focusing approach from Mr. Lee, sang the school song, laughed, cried, and moved on to the next chapter of our lives. But once a lion, always a lion. Thanks for making time to re-engage with your PCA family. We want to know what God is doing in and through your life. I'm Alex Bellamy, class of 2006 and director of alumni relations. Welcome to another episode of our alumni podcast, Life Talk. All right, we are here with Mr. Joel Rutherford and Miss Pam Hurt, and we are going to talk some fine arts today. We're talking all things fine arts. Yeah. Well, we're talking... All things? Well, okay, not all things. Right. Not all things. Art Band, Choir, Palm Theater, choose one. Yes, we are, we are talking about theater specifically. Um, and uh, and uh, Joel, I know a lot of our alumni know how you got here, um, but I don't know if a lot of our alumni know your background, Pam. Some do. Can, yeah. Okay. Can you yeah. can you tell our alumni Not a little enough, bit? Though. How far back do you want me to go? Well, go. I, how did you how did you get into the whole early theater world? <laughs> well, I got my um, undergrad in theater. Okay. And then I got my master's in communications, which was a focus on theater. And um, I was working for a while, um, you know, doing like with a casting agency, doing theater type type stuff like summer camps. And then my sister moved here, and she told me about a school. And I was working at Katie's studio, too, when I came here. But she told me about a school that was starting, Prestonwood Christian Academy. And so it happened that I knew the, went to school, uh, undergrad, with the principal at the time, Todd Klingman. Yes. Yes. And so then um, they were going to start, you know, all kinds of uh, electives. But the first year, it was only after school. Okay. So we did, they had karate, they had dance, they had uh, wow. theater. <clears throat> but it's funny because karate. some of the kids that ended up, you know, going through the whole theater program, I had them in second, third, and fourth grade after school originally. So went way back with them. And then, um, yeah, so then I think it was two years after I was doing that, I came on part-time. I taught journalism and speech. And were Which you was someone's assistant, no. too? Okay. Didn't you like yeah, it was Paige de Leon's um, administrative system. Yeah, or just kind of yeah. So I would do that in the morning, and then yeah. I would go over in the afternoon and go teach speech and journalism. And then he promised me the next year we would start a theater program, and so we did. And then that year we had our first show, which was Your Good Man Charlie Brown. And was this at the Arapahoe location? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Um, we were there, and they had a cafetorium. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is not going to work, because you can't really bring the lights down. And so we were over here for a school. We brought the whole school over for something at the church. And we went by. The, it was like the old, it, well, it's the PowerPoint now, but student, it was the old student ministry. Student ministry. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Big chain link fence. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and so yeah. I was like, well, this looks kind of like a theater. Maybe we could bring you know, the kids over. So we bust the whole school over. Um, saw that first show. And then the evening, we had it for the public. Um, so that was the first, it was year 2000. Um, was our first show. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Good Man Charlie Brown featuring Mr. Jared Monk, right? Jared Monk is Charlie yes. Brown. Hello. Yeah, it's a cast of, it was funny because it was a cast of six, but the school was small at the time. Yeah. I mean, we probably only had a couple, not even 200 in the upper school. And we had 75 kids try out. Oh, my Seriously? word. Seriously? A lot of kids. Yes, for six parts. six parts. And I just picked six parts, you know, because, I, you know, a small show, because I thought, I don't, know what's, I don't know what kind of talent we have. And I picked a show that I knew would be funny no matter who said it, because right. it was Peanuts characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, it was just amazing, you know. But at this time, you know, not a lot was being offered, you know. So, so now we do a, um, a fall play and a spring musical. Yes. How, can I just, how do you pick them? And, and have you ever repeated wow. one? Oh, yeah. Recently, in the past probably five years. Okay. 
yeah, we, we've started repeating. We've I mean, do you, do you, three uh, this may sound crazy, like this is from a non-theater person, so most of the questions are going to be stupid, but just... <laughs> we've come to expect that. Yes, that, <laughs> but just help, help me out, right? Um, when you, do you look at a show based on the talent that you have, or do you ignore that and just say, hey, here's a great show, we have to have this? No, I, yeah, no, you, you can't go just on this is a great show. There's a lot of great shows that would have done, um, but you have to go with what your talent is. Okay. And really, it's the kids that you know are going to come back every for every show. So you base it around that talent pool. Okay. Um, so like it, Campbell, who's going to be a senior next year, you're probably thinking about, right, Campbell Panetti coming in as a senior <laughs> well, year. Well, that's what we call our extras. It's funny you <laughs> should say that. We're thinking about Campbell for this year. Right. <laughs> we, we need more males is what, I, right, what I heard. And that's I need yeah. you to exert some fatherly yeah. influence yeah. in yeah. that area. Does yeah. he have a pulse and is he a male? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take him. We'll take him. Yeah, that hasn't always been the case, but yeah, it's always... Yeah. Okay, but you, you you really do look at the, the students that you have, and then mm-hmm. say, right, and then then the you're hoping fit? for more that okay. would come along, okay. and so yeah, you you would you wouldn't want to pick a show and not have any idea who could come and you know play those parts, um, and ideally that you have a, a couple people right. that you know could handle who are, each role, who are so that it's not out for like things yeah, because I've right? never yeah. been one to precast, so I, I right. like to know that they could come to the audition and win the role you know, on their own merit. Well, you okay, have, you, you have say, a general sense of who's You say you've there. never yeah. precast. I, I love that, right? But have you ever had a student that you just said, this would be an ideal role for this particular student? Sure. Well, that's it, with your seniors, right? Yeah. You, you look at that and you think, what is your seniors? You know, the seniors that have been, you know, yeah. doing shows for a while, and you think, well, is there a part, you know, that would be good, you know, for the ones that really kind of, you know, stand out? So, Yeah. Very good. Yeah. That's Don't worry phone. about the phone. I don't know um, if that was mine or not. <laughs> one, one of the things we want to talk about is um, over the years, right, some of the things that you've seen, you've watched, you've experienced, right, that would just be fun memories. And so, um, Joel, you mentioned one of them, right, the crazy for you happens oh, to be yeah. one of Joel's greatest memories. So It's the one that bubbled up the first. What, but yeah. what, what, what happened? Tell, tell us about that particular show. Well, I always say, you know, I tell people who are coming and working on this, like parents working on it, because we would not be able to do half of what we do without the parent help. So I just say, just be prepared. The real show is what happens behind the scenes, you know, not what's going on on stage. You There's know? definitely two shows going on. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, but, okay, what, what do you mean by that? Well, it's just, you know... The, We've always trained the kids to be very professional on stage. And you come on stage and you're prepared you okay. do, and, and sure, they do that, sure. right? Yeah. But behind the scenes, they're still, they're still kids, right? And so they could be very focused and professional on stage and they come backstage and, you know, that's where all the drama happens, right? There's and a lot of activity. That's what I mean. There's a lot yeah. of activity backstage. Not like yeah. negative drama, but just kind of, you know, There's, like it's, activity. It's the second part of the story. Like right. when we did uh, Little Women downstairs... And uh, the kids were running around with wireless headsets, and my son actually was calling the show. He was like, all right, Luke, bring on the table now. Okay, Luke, or, who, or you know, J- Jiminy, whoever, you know, do this, do that. And the comms went out. Yeah. And it was a wireless thing. And so Pam is sitting in the corner watching the show. She sees Joshua leap out of the room and go sprinting around the room behind the curtain. That's right. And, like, he, the comms were out. He couldn't call the show anymore. They had to just do it. Do it. And so he was, yeah. they were running around mm-hmm. like behind the curtains, and everyone's just watching the show. Oh, it's Mia Dorsett. Yeah. I love this show. Yeah. Well, the astonishing, you know. And they're like running around like chickens with their head cut yeah. off. Yeah. And that happened once at the Eisman, too. The comms went out, and they had to teach the stage managers how to do signals backstage with their just 
inaudible, you know, you, you had no voice because you had the headset was out. So they did different hand signals to keep it going. Hilarious. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't even think about that. Yeah. Right? All the other activities that go into it. I mean, you've got, right, you know, the orchestra that you're conducting. Well, and <laughs> I was thinking of the um, Music Man, the first one. And when, yeah, right. <laughs> the, with My White Knight. Flop Sweat. <laughs> so, yeah. If you're conducting the orchestra and a kid makes a mistake on stage, yes. like if the if the song is this long, right. and, they and like I remember Lindsey Prowse, love Lindsey Prowse, incredibly talented, incredibly talented. She went from like here to here, yeah. like she skipped like sixty measures in the middle. And the song is not the same; you, no. nothing repeats. And like the, the the orchestra doesn't know, and they didn't have the song lyrics written under the clarinet part. So I'm conducting, and we go. 125, 126. I'm like trying to call out measure numbers without drawing attention to myself. And they're like, what? And they're jumping around and, and yeah. she's finishing the song. We're like, oh, great, you know. <laughs> it's a miracle. They but, I mean, pulled it off. Yeah, no, that's a. But back to crazy for you. Back and to slap crazy that bass. Yes, okay. So, you know, you tell the kids they stay focused on stage, right? Mm-hmm. And you should not be making up your own lines because you're not funnier than the playwright. You're that's not funnier true. than the, you know, yeah. the book writer. You just have to do what's on the script. Everybody expects the same show. But the only time you should improvise is if you get into trouble on stage. You know, something could go wrong. That's live theater. It happens. Reed and Corbin? So, yes. And he was go the figure, king. Right? Like go he figure. was somebody that I would say on stage, if anything went wrong, I would trust him completely. The set could fall down around him and he would still be able to carry on. Well, yeah, Soldier on. He, not only did he look kind of silly in that, he had this big, you know, kind of like Duck Dynasty beard and in this show, he's this old cowboy. And so he... Had, there's a song called Slap That Bass, and so he had this big bass. Like a big upright string bass. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. as he was playing it, the head of it snapped off, so all the strings start dangling on the ground, and he's like... It was a disaster. <laughs> so I could see the kids were really trying to focus, because they know they have to stay in character, but it was almost a moot <laughs> point, because he was just like, what a, oh. And he runs off stage, I'm like, and I'm sitting in the audience and way at the back, and I'm like, where is he going? What's I'm going conducting. on? <laughs> Like, well. And so in the other part of the um, show, there was a guitar. So he f- goes and finds that backstage, and he comes and he's singing Slap That Bass. With a ukulele. <laughs> it was very funny. And so, yeah, that, that was one of those moments. But there's been our, many, yeah. And then our bass player spent the entire intermission putting the string bass back together. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. That was a blessing. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't his fault. It just kind of snapped off. Yeah. So. I, I know, terrible question. Um, favorite one you've done? And, and I don't mean favorite one from, from the standpoint of, um, you know, the best performance, but just from, from front to back, you just went, that was really cool. Well, I mean, there's so many. I mean, there really is. I can say that. Honestly, there's so many, and there's so many different performances that stand out. I think if I'm talking about creative, you know, collaboration, sure. that, that I always say, and people know, this is Romeo and Juliet when we did that on a chessboard, you know, know, and acted that. We were, we were talking about the Romeo and Juliet um, publicity yeah show poster yeah the show poster and how you kind of got into a little bit of trouble with that one because Romeo and Juliet were a little too Romeo and Juliet they were looking at each other in the eyes and they (laughs) had to be looking at the camera I don't know so it was your sister that was the designer for that I think right I think Madison did do it I think yeah, I'm not uh-huh. sure when she started. Uh-huh. No, the poster wasn't her fault. No, we're no, talking no, no. costume, right? Yeah. Costume no. design. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, no, she, yeah, she, um, 
somebody did. I can't remember who did that one. I wish I remember. But anyway, it was they were looking at each other in the eyes, and they wanted to look at each other, at the camera yeah. because it, you know it's a little, little room for the Holy Spirit in the middle. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, that was a great show because we had students involved in costumes. Um, you know, we gave mm-hmm. them a set, mm-hmm. you know, budget, and they would design it and oh, wow. for each character. So like, they might have had like four or five characters each. And then they would design the costume plot, and we would meet with them regularly and check in with them and see how that was going. Yeah, so that was fun. that was fun. So that's when I think of that as a all around creative collaboration. That yeah. one kind of comes to mind. But there's been so many that so, I enjoyed. Since we're talking about um, Paulettes and troubled students that mm, you had, that's right, <laughs> troublemakers, troublemakers, yes. right? Um, Jenna Paulette. I mean, you've had, you've had some incredibly talented people oh, yeah. that have been part of your performances. Oh, for what, sure. What do, you, what do you remember about some of those individuals? Um, well, I mean, Jenna was one of the most hilarious people, <laughs> and Madison, too. Madison they too. both have, like, you know, they just would keep me laughing backstage, you know? They really feed off of each other, they too. They do, yeah. And they had their, their, their impersonation of the Grinch was the big, oh, yes. you know, very funny, yeah. And so, um, you know, it, it was just kind of off stage, you know, the, they were so you know talented on stage. But um, Madison was really involved in the, you know, the theater marketing, and then she moved to on stage and did, did that kind of stuff too. Um, you know, Jenna was in you know so many shows, from I don't know when her first one, Fiddler, Fiddler, yeah, because we were all in Fiddler. I yeah. Think. Oh, you were in that Even too. I was in That's that right. One. That was the one and only show That's right. I ever did. Yeah, I know. I had you in theater mm-hmm. classes, but yeah. um, yes, that's wait, so wait, funny. Wait, what do you mean by like all the girls? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Garrett, Garrett never did any. No, no. Garrett never did any. <laughs> no, I couldn't get him. But yeah. Yeah. Madison was one of the little girls, mm-hmm. and Jenna was a uh, character. I don't I remember, remember what she was. Yeah. And then I danced in it. Nice. Yeah, so we were that's all been in so it. long ago. It's well, like my point. almost yeah. twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's a very long Did you guys ever ago. get your check for doing that from the for the Paulette family? For oh, no. yeah. that one was over in the church. It choir was. Room. It was in the church, church choir before room. we moved to the Eisman. I think it was so. probably one of the first musicals. Yeah, the first one we ever did was Jurgen Man Charlie Brown, which is a small mm-hmm. musical, but that yeah. was the first big, big one with an orchestra and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Very so good. yeah, any that you were disappointed? Not to say disappointed with the characters, but like disappointed with how well it kind of went off or just no I mean I, I think they've all had their I mean the only thing I think they said that still haunts me is uh, Beauty and the Beast we had a it was when the beast transforms and so it went perfect all through the dress rehearsals and we had it all and it should have gone per- but you know it's one of those like one of the, when something goes wrong then other things happen sure and so it, I think it was I think I think it was the first performance something like you could see the whole thing happening. Like there was some something happening. So we we like a door we, got stuck. There was a light or something. Or something. Mm-hmm. We never really figured out why. But <clears> then <throat> the next night, the, the hair and makeup people said they couldn't see anything. So they had a, they brought a, a crew member brought a light back there. Well, then the second night it lit it up again in a different way, and, and they thought they had accomplished it. And it didn't. <laughs> but and by what the, they did was show their hand. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The final yeah. show? Did it all work out? The last three shows, it was perfect. Okay. Yes, but so it wasn't a show, but just a moment. I'm like, if I could go back and redo that again, <laughs> I just, you know, 
it didn't have to happen that way. But, you know, things happen and we just roll with it. Yeah. So. In terms of disappointments, when COVID hit, we were getting ready to do oh, White Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's a big So one that was too. a huge disappointment. Of course, we're doing that again this As year. As I say, we're just yeah. coming back. Yeah, but okay. uh, COVID, we, we had the whole thing cast and we had rehearsals already begun and, and then COVID hit and we just kept waiting and waiting and maybe we can, maybe we can. And then it all fell yeah. apart. Mm. And then, you know, another thing that yeah. kind of stands out to me when we did Mary Poppins, um, Pastor Graham came to one of our shows, oh, and we, yes. there was a fire yeah, in the yeah. theater. Oh, of all the shows we've yeah, ever done. Yeah, it wasn't just a fire shows. alarm. There was a fire downstairs in the theater, so the fire alarm went off, and like right before intermission. And so, you know, what, what happens when a fire alarm goes off? Everyone kind of sits around like, is this <laughs> for <laughs> real? Do yes. really yeah. have to yes. go? Yeah. Yeah. going to come in? Or, yeah. yeah, well, they, they shoot everybody out, and then we never get to do the back half of that show. So oh, wow. that was mm-hmm. kind of a bummer. Yeah, that, that was unusual we've never had that happen in terms of you know in terms of shows we have repeated the music band 2005 we repeated that up here somewhere yep and godspell which pam and i one of our favorites love 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 that show harrison ross and the first one chris silverberg and your sister and Lindsay and all those people and we did that recently and then we've also done little women again and and the importance of being earnest that was another one oh there you go yeah but uh yeah those are the repeats yeah Good stuff. Fun, fun students to work with. You just memories. Well, the Paulettes for sure. You well, know, they, that's very, yeah. Um, I will say that probably the funniest person in all PCA history to me was Natalie Williams. Like she could make. And I think everybody yes. who was with her and that would agree. Really, like, she was just okay. She's just super funny. You know, she just had a just a real you know easy sense of humor, and they would come in and you know hang out in, in my office and you know, t- talk about different things. And it was just very, very uh, humorous uh, time period with that group. When we did, when we did The Drowsy Chaperone, uh, th- for me, that's a standout show. I love that show. It was one of our shorter shows. Didn't it, did it have an intermission? Uh, like, like, I think we did not. I don't think we did. Cause, well, anyways, yeah. it, it, I, lo- I love the music in that show. It was a real kind of big band jazzy kind of music. And I remember yeah. hiring a couple of trumpet players from UNT they were in the one o'clock lab band and they just ripped on that show it was awesome but nick daigle oh yeah so funny hilarious and then uh what was it will thomas and ben stidham Stidham as the but just all around and then terry rogers was in that show i mean if you want some (laughs) knee slappers that guy was in there watching nick daigle kind of drag terry kicking and screaming through his scenes i told nick memorize all of his lines (laughs) Make him feel like he pulled it off there. Yeah. 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 But well, you've you've had different staff, adults in the yeah. shows. Yes. How how has that gone? It's gone well. Okay. I mean, yeah. Typically, have more of the male faculty because right. we're and, and the short. and the one liners. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So John Klingstead is the. I remember him mimicking playing the piano in what was that? Was that Forty Second Street? And people would say, "Is John playing the piano?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was just hidden talent. Like, yeah. Just playing and. Yeah, and I remember Wendy Morris being so excited to be in a play. And did she, did she ever get a line? Yeah, um, she got a well, line. She could tell you what it is. Wasn't she, it something about uh, taking somebody's order for something? What do you have? What do you have? What do you, there have? you go. Yeah. What do you have? So yeah. And now, you guys are always behind the scenes. You've never been in a show on the. No. Okay. Well, okay. So I was I was <laughs> kind like, of in a show no. when we did when we did Susical. Do you remember when we did Susical? Yeah. And we came back from the intermission, uh-huh. and Buddy. As a cat in the hat had gone out and started the orchestra. Do you remember that? 
That's how oh. we came back from the intermission. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like milling about, and, and, and the orchestra buddy, starts playing. He, no, he walks out. That was part of the and thing. And he yeah. sneaks through the crowd, and he gets over to my conductor spot. He picks up my baton, tick, 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 and he starts the orchestra, <laughs> right? And so everyone's like, what's going on? And I come out through the door, I'm like, I said, of course, I yell at him, hey, what are you doing? You know, and he's like, <gasps> he drops the baton, and we go, we yeah. run off on stage and have a, a pretend fight behind the curtain, and then I throw myself on the floor, which actually screwed up my wrist to this day. Really? <laughs> oh, yes. Wow. But uh, I think that would be the closest that either one of us has come to actually being on stage and something. Yeah. But we've had so <clears> many <throat> great students through the years, just so many that have, I mean, it's, I, you know, feel like not naming enough, you know, but there's been so many that have just contributed. And I always say that, you know, it is what it is today because of the legacy of the alumni yes. that have come through the years because they put so much work and they just had such a great work ethic um, and they worked hard and it, no one wanted to be that year to mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And so it was just a legacy of, you know, excellence all the way through. And, you know, students will be students you know I'm sure as adults they probably look back and like oh man if I could do that again you know because I don't you know who doesn't do that um but they were just you know they're a great group all through the years it's yeah. just been great well, take take a look at the wall hmm. and and pick out one or two that just have a really unique memory for you well yeah man who came to dinner was <laughs> that one is um and that was funny just because of what happened um because they were so focused, and they knew that they don't break character. Okay. That's the big thing. You know, you don't, you only, like, I think we talked about before, you improvise to get yourself out of situations. Well, that was this show that we had issues with the hair and makeup, right? We had Tony Reed was the, um, uh, Sheridan Whiteside, and so his beard, he sweat so much, the beard and mustache would just melt oh, off uh, his face. Oh, my goodness. And our hair and makeup, they were so awesome, they just looked, you know, called professionals. What can we do? How can we get, because it's, you know, essential that that character had that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so that was a problem. And then um, Lindsay Jones, she had this wig, and so she has a scene where she falls on the ground, and she, you know, is crying and screaming on the phone. Mm-hmm. Well, the wig came off. Oh. I don't know, it wasn't probably secure tight enough. And so it just fell back and caught on her mic cord, so it looked like a tail. Nice. Yeah. But, you know, they stayed in character, but I could just tell they were wanting to burst <clears throat> laughing because, but I appreciate the fact that, they, but we were just laughing so hard. I was so laughing hard. Yeah. I was laughing hard, but they, they were going to finish that scene. It was a dress rehearsal. It wasn't actually in a show. Um, but that, that always stands out as just something that was like, just gut laughing. Yeah. So I, don't, funny. I don't think like for our plays, I usually run audio, I run the sound, and I don't think I've ever laughed harder than oh. laughing at Lindsay. Not even in that moment, but just as in, in her character, she there's a point in the show where she's dragging herself across the floor like some commitment. some like yeah. wedding announcements have been sent out and they shouldn't have been, and she's trying to call somebody and like someone just told her they're out. She's like, no, she's like screaming and like 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 an animal on the floor dragging herself towards the phone, just screaming. Yeah. And I'm up in the booth just laughing my head off. And then I think it was so Elise Ellery and uh, Will Thomas were in that scene with her, I think. And they were, oh. I could tell they, you know, he's always on the edge. They stayed in character the whole time. The whole time. Was, I don't know how they did it because I, I, I really couldn't because I was you laughing. Know what else, you know what else made me really laugh? When we did Hello, Dolly, there was a scene in Hello, Dolly where uh, Hunter Hall's character, what was he? Uh, Horace Vandegelder. There you go. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> the name. I'm, re- I'm impressed. Yeah. He is like sitting, like he's on trial or something like that. He's in a courtroom, and Avery oh, yeah. Red is over at a table, like, 
like just leisurely feeding herself a dinner. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> the whole, the whole, like, the, unbothered the, the jury the whole thing. is like sitting there just staring at her, just right. shoving these marshmallows in her face and just like, mm, just like enjoying this meal, just having the greatest time. Yeah. And they're just sitting there just staring at her like, really? Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, it was a good show. Uh, you know, in terms of a standout, too, you know, Molly Claire Matthews is now uh, oh, yes. professional uh, touring with the Sound of Music uh, internationally. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she's in China right now yeah. doing the Sound of Music international so touring cool. company, which is pretty awesome. Right. She's done done well. And in terms of professionals, I, I see Janielle Kastner up there from yeah. uh, Miracle the Miracle Worker. Worker and a couple of different things. And she's a she had a personality. Yes. yes. Yeah. I always appreciated her once when she was in her senior year and we had a big show and someone with the Eisman was trying to talk to me. We had a little kid that was, you know, that was in the cast and he was trying to get my attention. It was probably something very simple. Right. And I heard her out of the corner of, yeah, I saw her out of the corner of my eye and she was saying, you know, is there something that I can help you with? You know, you don't need to bother Miss Hurt right now. And so she took care of that situation. And so she was great at kind of mentoring <clears throat> the younger ones. And so I just appreciated that kind of leadership yeah. that, you know, she was doing what she was supposed to do. So she had the authority to kind of to help teach them how, to, how they should, you know, when in, they should interrupt and when they shouldn't. And so anyway, you know, speak, speaking to people that need, needed help, uh-huh. uh, we did Beauty and the Beast a number of years ago. And uh, there's a lot of strange characters in Beauty and the Beast. And so Rebecca Birkenmeyer was the, the chest of drawers. She was like yeah, the, the dresser. The, the dresser, yeah. Yeah. right? And so she had an outrageous thing that she had to get into. It was like oh, this, yeah, it was like a... Wooden like box. A, yes, a wooden box, right? <laughs> and so I remember we were rehearsing and um, we took a break. And so I, I got up and I started walking around. I walked backstage and I find Rebecca standing there backstage and she's crying. I'm like, Rebecca, what's wrong? She's like, I can't get out. She, she couldn't get out of this thing. I'm like, Rebecca, let's figure this out. Let's get you out. Because she was stuck and like there was nobody around. It was, it's like that scene from, uh, was it um, Christmas Story? You know, yes. he's like, it is, yeah, it's just She was move. stuck. Couldn't get out. Hilarious. Hey, you guys, you've had great technical theater people that you've gotten to work with. Oh, yeah. How, how has that gone? And, and, you know, the Eisman, now you've got a new black box theater. Like, yeah. what, what's all that? Well, we, we have a kind of a stage management training program, and we've had students the years who've been trained, um, like Stuart Stevens when he was here, and he comes back. Um, he helps train our stage managers. So, you know, the, the ASMs, the assistant stage managers, they work on each side of the stage, and they receive calls from the production stage manager. Um, and really, I say, once we get to performances, they run the show. Yeah. You know, That's they make cool. the calls, they are doing light cues and doing backstage cues, and scanning the stage it's a really high pressure job and so we've had you know many students that have kind of come through that and you know some of it enjoy it you know more than others and want to continue you know doing that david but, smith is yeah teaching it right mm-hmm. or is he working in it he was he now doing? he's in getting his master's yeah yeah wow. and so he um yeah he's i just saw him in study hall one day and and i know dr craig talked to him as well and like hey you should do tech theater you know and yeah, and then Dr. Craig kind of mentored him in tech theater, and then he was a production stage manager, and then he went and studied it in, at Baylor. At Baylor, yeah. And then now he's getting, I think, I'm not sure where, but I think it was a University of Houston that he's yeah, getting his... Yeah, Houston, yeah. Yeah, getting his master's in it. My so, son did it for a couple of years. Yes, he did. That was it. Yeah. Well, he, he's not getting his master's in it. But he helped fly uh, Mary Poppins. That's he was right. part of that crew. Mm-hmm. We had students that did that, and so... 
they that was the first time we ever had flying in a show was Mary Poppins. Was so. it three? I think there was three people. One controlled the up and down, mm-hmm. like would pull her up. One would the back control the yeah. lateral back and forth, and then Joshua was the one that would rotate her. Yeah, and he had the job of. But they all, like the ZFX guys, these are the same guys that do Gift of Christmas. Mm-hmm. They came in and trained our boys on yeah. how to run that system. And so every show, you've got a safety check you have to do. You have to check your lines and make sure it's all good and do like a test run with a, yeah. a sandbag and stuff. I remember that show, there were alumni yeah. in the audience. Of course, they'd never seen that in yeah. one of our shows. Yeah. And they came to me at intermission like, I couldn't believe you did the flying. It was, they were so excited that we'd had a show that had had the flying in it. So. Is it fun when the alumni come back and oh, watch yeah. the shows? Oh, yeah. It used That's to be a thing cool. where they would all come on Saturday nights. Now they come, like they spread out yeah. throughout the week, those who come back. Um, and then sometimes we'd, we're going to do a yeah. um, dress rehearsal where there, we'll have mm. our alumni come. Mm-hmm. Get them back there for the yeah. final that'd dress be, rehearsal. That would be great, yeah. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. It's, a, it's, it's exciting. It I is. I mean, the, the theater program, right, what, what you guys have done over the years, I mean, has just been remarkable. Not, not only the people, yeah. right, but the performances you've put on. Um, just, you know, job well done for all that you've done. Yeah. yeah I'm you. hearing a lot that I didn't even know existed, like, the, the fact that students put on the entire show. So yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. It is amazing to watch a kid who really kind of hasn't found their place in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just kind of lost and drifting, and you wonder what's going to happen with that guy. And then they'll find theater, and they'll find that pocket of people, and they'll, okay, this is my home. These are my people. Yeah. Um, I, th- I, I don't know why I think of Macaulay Hopper kind of like that. He kind of showed up as his quiet awkward little dude and man he like became an anchor of that program you know remember him in into the woods as as, uh the baker and and just and i'm looking at him in romeo and juliet remember in romeo and juliet he had like what what did you call that butterfly Butterfly knife yeah and like a butterfly knife is this knife that flips out a real funny way and i mean you can hurt yourself but he figured it out man and he was like flipping that thing all over the Mm -hmm. place and he like embraced that character. I tell yeah. you what, it's really cool. One yeah. thing we always do with our seniors is we have them lead devotionals during our show week, <clears throat> and um, it's so so interesting where when the younger kids who are in the show, mm-hmm. and then they get older, they say, you know, I remember when I was young and saw you know Madison Paulette you know giving you know a devotional, and I just said I want to do that. You know, we hear that every almost every show, yeah. um, and so it, that's such a great thing. I think when you see kids that. You know, they start off, you know, middle school kind of squirrely, and then they, you know, kind of grow into leadership. And I think theater helps that because it teaches a lot of great things, you know. And, and, and it is one of the unique programs in the school that, like, when we did Sound of Music, we had fourth grade all the way through 12th in one big production, you know. So you've got little young yeah. kids yeah. interacting yeah. with our seniors. And when would they ever have that opportunity? Right. I remember Logan Darty as Maria, year, yeah. like, building pretty strong relationships with those you know, lower middle school kids. And yeah. Molly Claire, really when she great. just had yes. to sit at dinner and just have <clears throat> a bunch of little kids. Avery Rudd, great. too. Yeah, Avery Rudd. They mm-hmm. kind of passed down that legacy. Yeah. You talked about Reese Moore and Susical. Yeah. Because how, how old was he when he was in that? Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Sixth grade. He was just young, and he really hadn't. I talked to Laney about it a bunch, how he really hadn't found a, mm-hmm. a spot. And, and so he, and he really I was like, Reese, he was in my honor choir. I said, yeah. Reese, you should try out. For Susical, we were probably having lunch at Fuddruckers sometime. Like Reese, you should try out for the show, and, and so he did. And he got—he was JoJo, which is a Man, huge yeah. part in that show. And then I'm like, Hey, Laney, would you help me with microphones? That's probably when she started helping with microphones think, oh, for the yeah. show. But they came to see a dress rehearsal. Having Noel, Reese is in the musical. Good for you, Reese. Good, good for you. We'll we'll come and see. You know, not realizing he's like one of the leads of the show. And so Laney sits in on one of our rehearsals, and she's watching. 
and Reese is like in the center of everything. She's like, Chris, you got to buy tickets for this show right now. <laughs> <laughs> she got on the yeah. phone. And, and you know what? Who was uh, Horton the Elephant? Same deal. Uh, Nate Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, had, they had no idea. Really? I mean, Horton the Elephant, one of the leads of that show, and they didn't know. They didn't realize. And then wow. I think Mark uh, came to watch the show, yeah. realized, oh, my gosh. Nate's, so calls his wife, buy tickets right now, fly Lindsay in, fly Alex in, <laughs> wow, or yeah. whatever, you know. So, uh, yeah, but Reese Moore, of course, Reese is in medical school now down in Houston, mm-hmm. doing awesome. But, yeah, that, and, that, and, you know, it's funny when we get those kids in those young ages, sometimes they'll stick around. And so Reese and Logan Doyle. Brought, brought a lot of his friends with <clears> him. Jeremy, they uh, all came to Jeremy Horseman, they kind of jumped in together. Like a group of, like, eight guys. Yeah. And they stayed from middle school all the way till. You know, the time they graduated. And they're better men for it. They yeah. are. Amen. Yeah. I love it. Did Timothy Crisp do one? He's done oh, he did a, a lot. Bunch. Yeah. Speaking of, I mean, he's doing a show right now. He's doing Sweeney Todd with the Repertory yeah. Theater I Company. I just remember really being wow. super talented and he is. very yes. funny. Yeah. You he's, know what I was thinking about just the other day? What was the show? I think it was Singing in the Rain, where Timothy and Zach and Paige Price did that big dance where oh, they ran yes. up on the couch and the yeah. couch flipped over. Do you remember that? Yeah. Good, that was like, like an iconic. Good morning. Yeah. yeah an iconic like choreography yeah. moment from the musical that they had to recreate and of course I'm, I'm conducting the orchestra like Lord protect them as they do the couch flip tonight <laughs> like, you know. in tap shoes over Ooh. a couch yeah but yeah that was yeah of course Paige Price is running uh, one of the chapters of NTPA right now North Texas Performing Arts mm-hmm. she's doing awesome as well and her husband working at the, the North, North Campus, Campus yeah, yeah. That's but awesome. uh, wow. yeah good stuff I know, Alex, we could reminisce with them for hours and hours and hours. Yes, I think we could really keep going. (laughs) Any last questions you have for them? No. (laughs) No, we talked about so much today. I just, it's really cool to see. I mean, I was here in the early days of the program and just to see where you guys are now. And I mean, we've talked about so many students that have come through the programs and how successful they are Well, today. you know, you think about a student that came through the program and is successful now, Jenna Paulette, back in the early, early days, and, of course, we were at the Grand Ole Opry we were. a couple months ago watching her yeah. make her Opry mm-hmm. debut. That was pretty awesome. Most of the success that Jenna has had, I think, can be attributed to Absolutely. I would agree. 100%. And I think she would agree with that, too. She, I think even just... Her confidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you could see that shine when she was here. So, yeah, yeah. definitely owe that to the PCA Fine Arts Program. Well, <laughs> it's a blessing to get to serve in this yeah. way. Yeah. Well, any, any last word to our alumni who are listening? Yes. Because I know they love you guys. Come back and see us sometime. Come back and see yes. us. We will have that us, opportunity. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll make sure they know about it yeah. come the time for White Christmas. Yeah, a lot of them do. We do come see, um, you know, like, I can still stay in touch with some. They've graduated many years ago. Come, say, have coffee or some come have lunch with you. Mm-hmm. And um, So, you know, it, it's great. We, it's just uh, great memories that were yeah. created in that yeah. time. And, you know, life goes on, but it's nice to kind of reconnect and mm-hmm. see people that you and it's, it's been a long time. Yeah, I mean, the, the work is hard. Mm-hmm. Putting on a show like this is a lot of work. Yeah. Um, it's expensive, but it's just, it's a, it's a brain cramp. There's so much to put together a show like this, but the relationships with the students is really where the joy is. Yeah. And maintaining those relationships over the years and watching them grow and thinking of all these, these kids that are married with kids now and, and making their way in the world, and it's pretty awesome to watch mm-hmm. and see. But... Uh, relationships with the kids getting to speak into their lives and kind of yeah. give them a gentle nudge in a, in a direction 
So uh, just wait till you have your first blue and gold, your first alumni who comes back with their son or daughter who's in one of (laughs) your shows. How old would I be at that point? (laughs) Well, the first ones at the Plano campus are in sixth grade right now. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yes. So So they're coming. Mm -hmm. They are coming. Like, I had your mom or dad. Oh, wow. That would be weird. That's kind of, yeah. In a good way. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, we appreciate the time. Thank you. So thanks for reminiscing and and thanks for the work that you guys do. Yes. I, I know you've made a huge impact, not just in our school in the community, but in the lives of these students. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Life Talk. I pray that God is doing something amazing in your life, and I want to make sure that we stay connected. Check out the show notes below for more information. Remember, you are loved by a good God. Be blessed and walk in a manner worthy of His calling. Until next time.